This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Joining me now is State Rep. Stephen Bloom. Uh, Stephen, uh, his mission as a lawmaker has been to cut the size and scope of government, reduce the tax burden, all the regulations, etc. For this session, he is the uh, deputy whip, a deputy chair of the House Majority Policy Committee, serves on the standing committees on finance, agriculture and rural affairs, environmental resources and energy, labor and industry. He's also the House Majority Member of the Board of Trustees of the Public School Employees Retirement Systems, or as they call it, PEASERS. He's been named a guardian of small business by the National Federation of Independent Businesses, a a defender of liberty by the American Conservative Union, a friend of agriculture by the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau, and the list goes on. He's a member of New Covenant Fellowship Church, has authored several books, and resides out in North Middleton Township in uh, Cumberland County with his wife, Sharon. They have three grown children, a daughter-in-law, three grandsons. It's all good stuff, and he's out there serving us. And he, well, the budget got passed, and I want to talk to him about that, about this ballot question on um, property taxes and about something that's really intriguing. In the state budget, uh, Governor Wolf allowed a public school code bill to become law without his signature. And a portion of that public school code bill is protecting Excellent Teachers Act, which Representative Bloom authored, which would base teacher layoff decisions in Pennsylvania on teacher performance rather than seniority. That is shocking to me that that even got through, let alone the governor just let it go. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Representative Bloom. Great to have you on the show. Good morning, Bobby. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that part first, because that, although I know, you know what, let's let's back up. People are going to vote, and the sooner they know the answer on the, sure. the, the ballot initiative, which is, in essence, allowing, it seems like, school districts to allow the Homestead Act to forego 100% of the property's value. And here's a simple way to look at that. Uh, what we're trying to do, this 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 re- referendum will amend the Pennsylvania Constitution to open the door for property tax relief, but the actual vote itself today, whether it, it, if, it, if it passes, it doesn't actually change anything today. It opens the door for homeowners to get specific relief from property taxes if the legis- legislature then acts. So basically, this is like uh, setting the table for dinner, but it's not dinner. It's just allowing some... St- some steps to take place that would ultimately be able to provide property tax relief for Pennsylvania homeowners specifically. Well, why do we even have to have this? Why can't we just do? Well, in other words, this is—is is this because under the current law, uh, you you the Pennsylvania has a, a uniformity clause in the Constitution that all taxes have to be uniform in the way they're applied. That's why in Pennsylvania, for example, the income tax has to be the same for everyone, whether you're making a dollar. or a million dollars a year, everyone pays the same rate of income tax because our state constitution says uniformity in taxes. Likewise, property taxes, they apply to businesses that own property and individuals that own property. People have wanted to provide relief directly to homeowners, but the constitution says, no, you can't treat homeowners differently than you can treat businesses when it comes to property taxes. So this exemption opens the door for basically favorable treatment for homeowners 
uh, to get relief from property taxes in a bigger way in the future. But again, it, it's only opening the door. I'm going to vote for it. I voted for the, the bills as they went through the legislature to set this up for the last two sessions. And now it's up to the people to decide if they want us to go forward. And this prepares the stage for greater property tax relief in the future. But it, it's not going to change your bill next year. But it may it may open the door to your bill, your, if you're a homeowner, your property tax bill being lower in the years going forward if the legislature then acts to provide some sort of specific alternatives to property taxes so that school districts and counties can, can actually lower your property tax bill by utilizing other other mechanisms for taxes that are more fair, less arbitrary than, the, than the, the property tax, which, as everyone knows, it's a very, very painful tax, especially for retired people, people with fixed incomes who pay more and more every year but don't have the income to pay because their, their income's not going up but the value of their property is going up. So this, to me, it's it's good policy to start a process, but just so folks understand, it's not going to solve it by January. Well, why why do you even need? I don't understand why you even need. This sounds like the, the the voters are giving you permission to amend the Constitution. Can't you amend the Constitution without voter approval? No, no. The process is two consecutive legislative sessions that has to pass the House and the Senate, which has happened. But then, before the Constitution itself gets amended. The people have the choice. That's what's on the ballot today. Now okay. it's up to the people. So you actually need to vote yet because it's already passed twice. So now if you they yes. vote no on this, then you got to start it, all over. It blows it up and it has to start all over, and it couldn't come up again for at least four years. Now what, what about people that say, well, this doesn't seem fair to businesses. Now you're going to take all that money that's missing from individuals, and, and, and how are you yeah. going to make – go ahead. That's, and that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I mean, uh, I, I believe that the property tax especially punishes – homeowners, especially uh, retired homeowners, folks on a fixed income who really can't handle the burden of, of ever increasing property taxes. So this is an opportunity to provide some targeted relief for these homeowners, but it's not, it's not a perfect system by any means. I, and, and you're right. It would, it would um, potentially not help some other, other property owners, but at least we could finally provide better, better relief for these suffering and struggling homeowners who are, who are just getting crushed by the burden of property taxes. All right. And then either the, you're going to have to make up the money by uh, sales tax or you're going right, to have to make right. up the money by saying only point. only yeah. see, or you could make it you could limit it even on homeowner. Can you make it that all, certain homeowners get relief and others do not? Or is that an no, arbitrary? No. Right. That's the problem. It has to be all homeowners. Oh, so then everybody, regardless of age, not just seniors, yep. everybody would yep. get. I got gotcha. you. Yep. OK. Yeah. And all that's right. just, on, you know, that's where our Constitution is. And, and you have to work within those boundaries or change those boundaries, which, which is what this particular uh, referendum question on the ballot today does. It would change the Constitution. All right. Now, again, there's others that would say, you know, the real problem is spending. Yes, and you're right, and it is. That, and I 100% agree with those others. Yes, that's the real problem. We've got to get a lid on the spending, especially the pension costs that are driving up uh, school budgets every year, no matter whether they want to spend more or not. Uh, the teacher pensions are, are just driving that up higher every year. So that's that's part of the problem, is the overspending by school districts. All right, so the, to, to the, it sounds like, seriously, folks, now that I have that clarity, I definitely would be voting yes so we don't have to start the whole process all over again. And then when something happens, right. it does. If not, it may not happen, but at least we voted to give them the option to do it. You got it. You got it. All right, so um, next, the, we can talk about the budget specifically, but I want to – this is amazing that this happened. You got in this bill – This, I guess you put it in as part of the budget, right? Is that how this got in here? It's in the budget. Right. I, I, I introduced a bill, and I it's called the Protecting Excellent Teachers Act. Mm -hmm. And I introduced it last session 
and it went through the House and through the Senate uh, on some really close votes, but we got it through. It reached Governor Wolf's desk, and he vetoed it. Uh, this time, we I started the process again, and this time the bill uh, got it was in the committee, and and um, we were able to get it inserted into the school code bill, which includes a, a number of other provisions related to uh, to schools in the Commonwealth. And that's normally part of the budget package every year, this, this school code bill. It's one of the bills that goes along with the budget. And it was presented to Governor Wolf. The teachers unions oppose it because they want blind seniority to be the only way uh, that a teacher can ever be laid off. So basically the newest teacher would have to leave even if he or she is the best teacher in the school. If a school district has to make an economic furlough, they have to just get rid of the first teacher who was the last teacher who was hired. And it doesn't mean, and it would mean that the best teacher may not be in the classroom with our kids. So I thought we got to fix this. It's common sense. Every parent, every child, and, and every good teacher wants to make sure that the best teachers stay in the classroom with the kids. So we got this same language put into the school code bill, but there were some other things in there that the governor wanted. It was part of closing out the budget, and he didn't like it. He didn't want to sign it. And under Pennsylvania law, he can either sign a bill or he can veto a bill like he did last time I got this bill in front of him. Or he can do nothing and wait 10 days and the bill just becomes law. And so he talked angrily about it. He criticized it, but then he did nothing. And as of midnight, it, it turned into a pumpkin. It became, it became state law. So now uh, we no longer in Pennsylvania will make teacher furlough decisions, teacher layoff decisions based on blind seniority. But instead, the distinguished and proficient teachers will have an advantage, failing teachers who are the, the small percentage, it's only about 2% of all teachers are in that, that low category, are the ones who would be laid off first, which is a huge win for our kids. That's amazing that that happened, but I guess he, I guess to have a budget, he had to go along with it, and I guess you kind of checkmated him. We kind of put him in a box, and, and uh, you know, I give credit to legislative leaders in the House and Senate for helping make that happen, and it's just very exciting because the teachers' unions in Pennsylvania – seldom lose on any issue. They are very powerful in the Capitol, uh, both on the Republican and Democratic side. And when you fight the, the PSEA and the American Federation of Teachers on an issue like this, uh, everyone tells you you're going to lose. Uh, when this thing passed uh, last year in the last session before the governor vetoed it, a number of the old timers in the Capitol told me they'd never actually seen the teachers union lose a fight in Pennsylvania's Capitol wow. until that day. And so this is this is good stuff. It's historic, and and the bottom line again is it's good for our kids. It keeps those good teachers in the classroom, and really gives every teacher more incentive to to do a good job, so they don't end up uh, being the ones potentially facing layoff, just like every other worker in normal jobs and across America. In in jobs that we have, we're all judged based on our performance. You know, you're not going to be able to keep your job if your radio shows aren't doing well. Uh, the average person in any company is not going to be able to keep their job if they're not doing well. But the teachers had been sort of exempt from that based on blind seniority. Now uh, they're going to have to do what everyone else has to do, which is make sure they're performing well. And there's an evaluation system that's been in place for five or six years now in Pennsylvania for teachers. It's partly based on traditional classroom observation, partly based on progress of the students in the classroom and in the school. And then 15% of that formula is based on factors chosen by each local school board. There's also in bill protections to make sure that no teacher is ever singled out based on his or her salary. They can't look for the most expensive teacher. They've got to focus strictly on the performance the evaluation results. 
So, so here's the deal. Uh, and by the way, to give you an idea of how historic this is, we had a chance to have some reform several times to the uh, pension, to do some pension reform. And if you remember, it was it ultimately ended up being people uh, like Pat Brown and that in the Senate that put the scuttlebutt to it. And we the 26, I forget the vote was close, but it was some Republican mm-hmm. senators that put the kibosh yeah. to pension reform. It's really... And we finally got some modest pension reform done uh, earlier this this past session, but it, it wasn't the really aggressive pension reform we need. And I think you mentioned in my bio, I serve on the, the board of trustees of PISER. I was in PISER's, the public school employees retirement system. I was appointed by the Speaker of the House to, to do that job. And one of the reasons he appointed me is because I've been a, an advocate for pension reform. I don't take the pension myself. I refused it when I first got elected back in 2010, and I irrevocably refused refused it. Once you say no, you can never get it. Mm-hmm. But I did that because I wanted to make sure I wouldn't get sucked into the system, that I would always be zealous to, to reform the system rather than, uh, you know, fall into the trap of just, well, hey, I got this pension lined up, and I yeah. don't want to make a lot of noise and ruffle any feathers. I just want to get my pension. I didn't want to fall into that. And right. So, uh, That's it. How long have you, you, you been in the, in the state house? Got elected in 2010, sworn in in uh, January of 2011. So, right. And now so, I'm, I'm probably in, I'm, I'm going to be in my last term because I'm running for U.S. Congress over here in the 11th district in, in uh, sort of the middle part of Pennsylvania. Mm. And, and I'm not going to be running for re-election to my state house seat. So mm. uh, the well, landscape will change, but I'm still I'm asking the, the folks to, to keep me in the, in, the, in the process, fighting for them for, for lower tax, less spending. Yeah, here's the problem. We got a lot of people leaving the House. Uh, Ryan McKenzie and and Justin Simmons right, are you're leaving. You're over in the in the Dent District over there. Yeah. The same kind of things happening. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, and we're losing some good uh, Republicans in the House, and then there can, it's going to be a bloodbath as they were really getting cranked up over here to try to win Charlie Dent's seat. So that's uh, unfortunate, but that's the way that's going. Uh, so here's the question: How if they can? <laughs> There's two questions. One's go. Let's go back to this uh, homestead question. Gunther, can you follow up and ask the rep what the chances are that Wolf would sign such a bill if we vote in this referendum to go forward with ending uh, property taxes? And are the majority of reps for it or are they against it? And so what are the chances of it? And to me, that shouldn't cloud your vote and that could all change by the time this goes down the road and gets to the actual vote because this could be a couple of years but generally what's your gut feeling on this getting passed if we agree to it oh i think if, if the people agree to this referendum today if the people vote yes i think it's it's likely that the legislature will act to to, to actually start the process of making this matter for the homeowner gotcha so it, it'll help it, it's it's an important step today in my in my perspective. And I know there's some that disagree, but I think this is an important step forward to help the homeowners who are struggling under that that right. uh, property tax burden that they just can't handle anymore. Right. Next, I only got a couple of minutes. I want to get to follow up on the this, this bill here, this Protecting Excellent Teacher Act. Since this seems to be the mode, how would this be challenged in court, number one? Number two, will somebody declare themselves a sanctuary school district and refuse to follow? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm just the way it goes these days. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important, and that's why today's election is so important for everybody. Uh, you know, get the get out there and vote for the judges, in particular the statewide judges. Sally Monday. Uh, we have we have a, a a court right now, Supreme Court in particular, that's tilted toward the the Democratic side, and, and we need to get a balance back on that court because they're throwing out some important bills. We did a a uh, 
gun rights preemption bill uh, about a year ago, two years ago, signed by the governor, put into law, and it would have made sure that different municipalities can't have stricter gun control than the state itself, mm-hmm. because we, we don't want people, you know, an innocent person getting picked up by a cop in a city where they didn't even know the rules, and they're, they're a law-abiding gun owner, but they go to, go to jail or get fined because they broke some local ordinance. And we passed that bill, and then the Supreme Court threw it out. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with. It's so important for everybody to get out there and vote for these judges. Today. So, so not these judges, specifically, folks, any Republican on the Superior Court and Sally Mundy, who it. to vote, to, she was appointed, but now she's up for her first you election. And we need Republican judges yeah. on, those, on those state high courts, or else yeah. we're going to continue to see good legislation thrown out by the courts, which is... Terrible which which an- answers my question that then some city could or school board could declare themselves a sanctuary and just decide, decide they're going to be beholden to the union and, and not put the children first, which because that otherwise you wouldn't be urging us to vote because who knows what's going to happen with this. We don't know. And this bill now, this is said the budget was passed and I only have about a minute. So that means now that we, we first, you first passed a spending part. Now, this part of it that passed was the paying part of it, correct? Right. And th- there the spending part got passed right around the beginning of July when it was supposed to get right, passed. Right. Some of the pieces to pay for it. There was ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the funding was there. The the fight over these last couple of months has been over that last five percent and these other bills that are important to it: the school code, the administrative code, fiscal code. There's other bills that always go along with the budget. They have also have important components in them. But they had wanted That's to raise money. They had wanted to raise taxes and spending even more. And, and you we, can yeah, say- we fought off we fought off three different attempts to raise taxes and we were mostly successful in that. I voted against all those attempts. Uh, they finally got a little bit of new taxes in terms of a fireworks tax and a tax on certain online marketing transactions, but we fought off new energy taxes, new consumer utility taxes, uh, taxes on the warehousing industry which is so important for Pennsylvania. Uh, so we fought off all those taxes and, and uh, largely were successful. Again, there was that those two small taxes that got in. I voted against them, as, as did many of my colleagues, but enough Democrats and the governor wanted them, and he, he did sign that piece into law. Well, the good news is, folks, the state house has done their job again. They were the ones who brought us to the brink last time. They're the ones who held the line this time. No thanks to most of our state senators. Some of them deserve it, some Republican senators, but some of our own Republican senators deserve no thanks. They actually deserve to be ousted, but that's a whole other story for another day. Steve Bloom, good luck if you're running for Congress over there. We'll get you on and let you give some airtime over here so people can follow you and support you again. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. It's in actnowcongress.org is my website for that. Act now congress.org. Act now congress.org for Representative Steve Bloom's run for United States Congress. Great. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. This is the smell of a warm three day old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <laughs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.